Hey everyone, this is Dan, the GM, bringing you episode 135 of What the Dice. Oh my gosh, I think I have finally nailed this intro. Anyway, I'm doing a random listener shout out. This one is going to Lay, the Dungeon Master, over at Slay the Stars. I've worked with them and they are amazing. If you catch their show, if you find them on the Twitterverse, tell them what the dice and Dan the GM says sup that's it intro done I'm gonna go have some coffee enjoy this week's episode we make our way down the walkways and roads of the busy town passing vendors and others working we turn and start to exit the city. We see a couple of paladins, knights, someone in metal armor. Their armor is rusted and dented and beaten up. As we pass, we give them a nod and make our way down to the storyteller's campsite. Storyteller is sitting outside. The fire hasn't been lit yet, and he is smiling. We look around cautiously and we slowly sit. The ocean is clear in our head, and though the air is crisp and cool, it's been the first time in a while where snow isn't falling. The storyteller looks at us and gives us a smile. Well, 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 new friends, welcome, welcome, sit, sit. Ah. It's nice to be able to sit out in the nice, cool air and smell the sea breeze. The snow has finally stopped falling and, well, weather aside, let us talk about where we left off. The team has met up with Emma Stone and as they were learning about what happened to the Miranda and explaining to Emma what happened, or what they believe happened to the Cardsville. Something big was hammering down some massive metal doors that Emma had put in. As they approached and prepped for combat, the strange man known as Psycho throws a bloodied helmet to the feet of Emma Stone. The helmet of the harvester the team must find. With blood pouring out of it, it's clear the harvester that it belonged to is no more. Well, it seems as if combat is about to begin. So sit back, relax, and hear me tell. In the last episode, you guys entered into the main hallway with Emma Stone as there is the sound of something hammering against these large 
retrofitted doors, and the doors are slowly flinching out. Above, on a nice little pedestal, stands the Psycho. Calling a mocking tone down, he chucks a helmet down to the feet of Emma. As it bounces off the ground, blood pours from it. And all of you make the realization that that is the harvesters that you would be going to look for. We pick up with the sounds of this door being kicked in. And before we get started, this combat is going to be a little different. But that can wait until you guys tell me what you want to do first. Are there initial rolls to be had? Or is this a free round of reaction? I'm going to give you all a free round of reaction. Which door has the psycho and the helmet? The one to the northeast. And he is about a hundred and something feet up. Do I need to worry about the range on the quad fifth? Oh no, this the uh, the quad barrel is rigged up to defend this room. Amphibious will move it around at least to make sure he's got the control system set up or figured out enough to use it. Which door is the uh, being busted down? Both of them are. Oh, okay. It's just the one that's to the northeast. Uh, sounds like more of a massive hammer striking into the steel crank, like that that heavy sledgehammer. Battering ram. Somebody's got a battering ram. And you guys are also starting to hear as the door is weakening sounds of addicted hordes of them. What's Emma doing? Because did Emma she, see this? She is looking down at the helmet in mild shock. Okay, so she's frozen for a round. Yes. I will give you guys like two more questions before I need to get this started. Yeah, okay, so Psycho is in the northeast and just hordes are down in the southwest. You hear hordes. You don't know where exactly they're coming from. They're kind of echoing around because all of these walls are metal and they're bouncing the sound around. And there's okay. something massive pounding at the same door as the Psycho. That He is on like a little thing at the very top, but yes. So I need to position Faye a little bit better. Where is Emma? Because I had her with Emma. Emma is right in front of Faye, where you guys are. So she is beneath, she is below Kalila and at that angle with Faye. Okay, so that would make her right smack in the middle of the room then, pretty much. Yeah. And I did the same thing. Uh, Defibulus is up on a second story ledge with some kind of gun shooty thing. Any, I will give you a chance for any last questions before I have you guys roll. Well, tell us what you're, tell tell you what we're doing, because you didn't say anybody was rolling yet. Yeah. Since I know that there's hordes coming in, one of the new spells Kalila has, aside from Gravbow, that is an obvious one, um, I want to cast Bow Spirit. What is this? summons an invisible spirit that fires your arrows for you as a swift action. So it essentially allows me to have a free hit uh, every round. So something else is firing an arrow for me. Little spirit over my shoulder. Okay. Hey, we should cast grab bow on the uh, quad 50. If I could cast it on other people, I would. <laughs> Be so broken. 
It really would. But that's gonna be my free action as Kalila readies herself for hordes. Defibulus is making sure, making all prep ready for the, with the quad 50 and is holding to see what needs to be shot first. Which way you aiming, Defibulus? To the north? Well, for Kalila, it's either to the left or the right. Well, you would have to look. You can't communicate because of the distance you guys are. You would be shouting, and it would be very hard for him to hear. Oh, yeah, good point. I think he also has earmuffs in, or earbuds in or something to deal with the noise. Probably. Well, she's just going to trust into Fibulus to shoot at where needs to be shot at. All right. Anyone else have anything simple to do? I'm going to look around. Is this entire area metal or is there a bunch of windows? Is Wild Shot a dumb idea? Wild Shot would be a dumb idea. The area above you is glass. Okay. Just making a note. Other than weapons drawn, uh, Faye is kind of looking for any shadows that she might be able to use. Kalila is also going to look at uh, Faye and go, which one you want to cover, the north or the south? I got some good area effect spells that you're not going to want to run through. I'm good with either, just tell me. They're both equidistant far. I'll take the big door with whatever's about to pound through it. I need initiative rolls. Nat 20. Feel always a waste of a 20 on an initial. We'll just make sure you add your modifiers still. 27. Okay. 25. My dice are cold. I got a 16. This combat is going to be very, very different. We are not going to be rolling for hits in the normal concept. You are going to roll a d20 and tell me what you roll. And what's going to happen is you are going to deal with what's getting ready to happen in seconds. There is no deliberation. It is you give me the basic concept of what you want to do, and I will tell you if there are any modifier skills that you will use. Succeed or fail, basically. Yes, it is going to be a succeed or fail. And if you do something, I will tell like if you decide to like run at something, I will tell you to add your athletics. But for the most part, this is a everything is going to be happening very fast and it has to be instinctual. Choose to talk to a character that is considered your movement. All right. Oof. Okay. Defibulous. As you are panning back and forth, getting used to the controls, the sound of these doors smashing open resonates around you. And there are hordes of these addicted pouring through. And when I say hordes, it looks like they are pouring through in the hundreds. To the northeast, the door flings open and out stamps a massive enforcer, eyes red and just clearly angry. You all see his eyes look from the helmet and then slowly up towards the party, then to Emma, and he charges her. She meets his gaze and in a quick motion, she kicks off and starts to run and grapples into him. They are now fighting for control over the grapple. Kalila, what do you want to do? Where's eyes on Psycho? He's gone. Once the door smashed, he disappeared. 
How many horde people are coming through the door the big guy came through? It looks like at a quick count, you're probably counting anywhere between 50 and 80, but they are literally crawling over each other. Okay, well, I'm going to make their uh, night even worse, and my action for this round is going to be casting Obsidian Flow directly in that doorway. Um, Obsidian Flow pretty much turns the ground into molten glass, Obsidian, and it is a 20-foot uh, radius. So that way it slows the flow. Like my goal is is to slow the flow of them horde. Alright, I am putting down your obsidian flow, center of the door. Thank you. Defibulous, what do you want to do? The hundred upon hundreds are coming from the left side, right? They're coming from both doors. But the big horde that you described is coming from not the door that the big guy was at, right? Uh, so the southwest is just infected. The northeast is the enforcer and infected. Uh, to prevent the people down below from getting mobbed, Defibulous will turn that fit quad 50 onto the hundreds upon hundreds of people coming through that door. All right. So you are going to roll your 20 and add, add your range. Oh, it's a nat 20. All right. So you begin to fire and... It is that this is a sound Defibulous would be joygasming over. It is that. And you are just mowing down these addicted groups at a time. It looks like whatever ammo is in here, it's probably armor piercing because you are seeing it go through not just one or two, but some of your shots are lining up to where you're getting five or six at a go before the bullet seems to stop. Some are skidding through, but not many. Gotcha. Faye, what would you like to do? What's breaking through at the southeast? Or southwest? Anything yet? Yes. Uh, sorry, Defibulous is mowing down addicted that are pouring through. I'm going to stay out of the line of fire, but I'm going to protect Kalila's back from any that get through. So I'm going to make a several foot adjustment and line myself up with her back to back. Okay. As the hordes start to move in, you hear the sound of a hammer slamming into flesh as Emma gets thrown back about 10 feet and then just charges him again. And you are now seeing these hordes moving in. Some of them are getting past and crawling over other addicted, over your spell, Kalila, and you are slowly starting to see anywhere between 20 and 30 that have breached the wall and are slowly making their way towards the group. Well, I know we need to get that helmet, so Kalila's gonna look to Faye, who had just gotten behind her, going, I'm going for the helmet. Cover me. And she is, unless Faye immediately says no, is full-on cat sprinting, 100% doubling her round, which on a normal full-on cat sprint is 40. So I believe you said if it's a full, you put everything into it, you can double it. She should be able to move 80 in a round. All right. Right? Am yep. I? Okay. I will need you to roll your acrobatics because you are running into, you are running into a horde of, Addicted. Yup. 
I'm assuming, Faye, you did not say no when I said cover me? Nope, she'll have turned around and on her turn she'll take off after you. Uh, her movement speed is 30, though, so she'll find you. Yeah, but Kalila knows she's faster than everybody in this group when she goes full cat. And roll your acrobatics, please. Yep, I'm mapping. 26. With a 26, one or two of them almost grab you, and then you feel something stab into you as one of them stabs a glass bottle into your arm. It doesn't really hurt. It's more of that initial twist as you land. You're able to scramble and grab the helmet, but you are now completely surrounded. Defibulous, you're around. Uh, I'm assuming they're still trying to pour through that hallway? Yes. Give a quick glance to make sure everyone's all right at this point, and, and probably continue trying to keep the tide of horde infected people coming from that through that doorway still. Okay, go ahead and give me a roll. Twenty-three. All right, same thing. You're able to mow down some more, but more are able to get past your barrage shots. The team is now successfully fully surrounded by anywhere between. 80 and 90 infected that are just snarling and swiping where they can. Faye, you're around. What would you like to do? I have taken off after Kalila. Okay. I need you to... Are you doing full sprint? Yes. Okay, I need you to roll a acrobatics. 32. You're able to duck and dodge and swipe through your armor every now and then when the melee person swipes at you and misses, you are able to blink a little closer. You are now back to back with Kalila looking at this helmet that is still dripping blood. There's a short moment of silence as there is the sound of metal being smashed. And you all kind of glance over and you see Emma has smashed and ripped off the Enforcer's shield and is now using it herself. Blocking his heavy blows with each swing, she is clearly trying to more dance around and defend than actually harm him. Top of round, Kalila. She... All right, so she has the helmet in hand and Faye is right next to her. Yes. She is going to, oh, I think I have a thing for this, um, but effectively get focus on getting her and Faye out of the center of the horde so they can effectively fight it. Now that they have what they need, which is the helmet, there ain't no point looking at it right now until they get to a mildly safer area. All right. Uh, what is that spell? Or it's a skill, right? Isn't it like escape? No, think... it's escape route. You have trained to watch your allies' backs, covering them as they make tactical withdrawals. Any ally who has this feat provokes no attack of opportunity for moving through squares adjacent to you or within your space. All right. So go ahead and both of you roll. It's a feat, just so you're aware. That's fine. I will be giving you bonuses to your numbers on my end. Yep. I am going to let... Kalila and Faye move at the same time. I just need you guys to roll an athletics check. Ath acrobatics? 
Acrobatic, thank you. Roll okay, an no, acrobatic. athletics is close enough word. There's also escape artist in case that's better for Faye. I don't know if that applies. No, what you've got now is fine. My dice really liked me on that roll. Um, 35. With a 35, you and Faye are able to get back to the center with Hugin and Mugen and... You see Emma is kind of taking a defense position and has stabbed this metal, this heavy metal shield into the ground and is literally dancing around it as this guy is just hammering away at it. Defibulous, you're around. Uh, I'm assuming the hordes are still trying to pour through that door. Yes. Uh, how about the hordes uh, closest to Kalila and her and Faye? The northeast is still getting... They're starting to actually use fallen allies to climb over them to avoid the spell. So now there's more coming out of the northeast. Uh, he'll see if he can turn that turret towards the northeast and spray it, spray at them to slow them down a little. All right, go ahead and roll your ranged attack. 22. You are dealing enough damage to keep them kind of at bay and slow them down. There's a alarm sound echoing through the hall, and you guys start to hear the sounds of Emma's soldiers start to gather weapon and are starting to make their way in slowly, trying to be cautious not to alert the horde that is here. Faye, you're around. Which, by the way, if Faye wants to take the helmet to figure it out this round, Kalila will not put up a fight since they got back to a safety zone. I figure that's a free enough, give me the helmet here, you know. Yeah. yeah. I'd say stick it in a bag of holding until we're done with this to keep it safe. Kalila thinks that we need to figure out how to talk to that guy because uh, part of the thing with getting this communicator is that that communicator is the only way to talk to the big dudes. And that guy's berserking. So Kalila would be sitting there going, "We need to get this communicator thingy to work. Do you know how to rem do you know how to work these things?" To whom? Not with a head in it. Hang on. Uh, get rid of the head like you did before. Yeah, hang on, hang on. <laughs> Decompose corpse, turn it into a skeleton. So now it's it, it melts off the flesh and now it's just a skull that we can remove from the helmet more easily. Okay. That takes top of round. That means Kalila, your round. I need you to roll first a dodge. Yay, I like dodging. Nat 20 on a dodge. As Faye is casting the spell, you just happen to catch the glimpse of something as a piece of sharpened metal swings just over your head and there's an infected carrying a piece of steel that has been broken off at an edge. Mugen makes a quick movement and tackles and knocks him out of the way to defend you. Okay, so you're using Mugen. I was going to have him open a barrage on people, but that's fair. I've been using them as, like, ways to keep you guys safe. Oh, okay. You're factoring them in already. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair. Good to know. Top of round. Kalila. How many and how close is that horde coming to... Uh... You guys are considered surrounded. Okay, fantastic. Bursting of nettles to keep the, the area 
uh, of space nice and safe. So now Kalila is covering for Faye while she figures out how to make this communicator work. All right, roll to hit. That is a spell. All right. Uh, yeah, no, still roll your hit. Roll to hit, because I want to make see how many you can hit. Do you want just on die, or am I adding my stuff? Go ahead and add uh, your stuff. Are they within 30 feet? Uh, yes, you are classified as truly surrounded. Nope, I just asked because numbers of distance are relevant for yep. my ticket. Nope, you are, you are 100% surrounded. If you... It's literally if you don't, as long as you don't roll a one, you're gonna hit something. 32. You see a couple of the addicted drop to the ground in pain and others are tripped up over them. Defibulous, you're around. All right, now that I slowed the the tide from Kalila's side, he will swing the turret back around and start spraying bullets down the other hallway. Roll to hit. Nat 20. You begin to mow them down even faster, and you can hear the sounds of one barrel empty, and then you hear something lock in place as there's two people next to you reloading you as you go. Fabulous will just let out a squee of enjoyment with this. And what does that sound like? I'm a deterrent. Ask me later. I'm still trying to figure that out. Is it a just <laughs> laugh kind of thing? Yeah, kind of like Fabulous style <laughs> type thing. Nice. I could just see the like ear to ear grin with the evil, like maniacal having fun laugh, wearing his goggles down, full gnoming it up. Bay, you're around. I'm still fumbling with the helmet to see if I can figure out how to activate the, the communicator. As you pull the skull out, you see a communicator similar to what you guys have in your ears except it's got a blue screen that goes over the eye you can see on it it's reading zero heart rate it's also showing up the like a a ping like an icon that's basically saying where it's at is what you've determined because of the tracking just based on how these guys are acting so Roll an intelligence check. Dirty 20. With a dirty 20, you're not 100% sure what to do, but you take a guess and you slip it onto your ear and you start to see the heart rate monitor start to go. And then the enforcer stops, looks over at you, and then you see something fly off of its shoulder and destroy multiple infected or multiple addicted that were right behind you. His eyes slowly turn to their normal blackened view as the addicted start to realize what's going on. They start to slowly back away, but not before Emma's soldiers begin to open fire and mow them all down. Where only a few stragglers get away, it seems as if, as the smoke clears, you have survived this onslaught. Noticing the big guys calming down and the uh, addicted are backing away, she's going to immediately look to Faye like, did you figure it out? So I think it figured me out. What do you see? 
kind of a map and uh, something that seems to match my heartbeat. Kalel is looking at the big guy to see what he's doing. He is looking at Faye for a very long moment, and he starts to move up. The hammer in his hand is shifted back and placed into a, sh a holder on his back, and he walks over and takes the helmet from Faye's hands. It was in her on her head. I thought she put it on. No, she took the skull out and took the communicator off of the skull. Oh. Which Kalila would still be as he's approaching is going, say something, say something, say something, say something. He picks up the helmet and looks at Emma, looks at the helmet and then holds the helmet out to Emma. Emma just takes the helmet slowly and he nods, walks over and just with a hard lift and a hiss of steam, rips his shield out of the ground and just stands there. Emma looks over at Faye and says, Well, uh, unless you know how to speak their language, you can hand me the communicator. What's going on? Why did he stop? Emma looks down at the helmet and breathes slowly and... Well... The communicators that they wear have both biometric scanning and heartbeat monitoring, as well as a, I don't want to call it a GPS, but a, a ping locator so that these guys know where they're at at all times. I have a feeling that this harvester was killed when she turned a corner or fell in a trap or something. So he went berserk and was just following the ping. Until the heartbeat came back? Right. So what, he thinks that she's alive again? She looks over at the big guy who is just standing there. And she goes, I don't think they think like that. I think they're more... She looks at you guys and is clearly trying to place words and she goes I, I guess I don't know I, I guess they're like golems or we know them as cyber zombies there's no intelligence left in them they they just follow a primal instinct and it's kind of been programmed to protect people whatever's attached to the thing making the heartbeat correct and I think he recognizes that she's gone and understands that his job is to now defend here. The living people in this room. Right. Well, I mean, now's as good a time as any to get some information. I can cast Comprehend Languages. She, she laughs and she's like, it's... They don't have a language. They are... You have to know the language that they speak. They don't... The most you will get is a grunt. They have no spoken language. Most of them don't even have... Some of them don't even have lungs. Like, these guys are... Living... 
living armors with one purpose in their existence. Like a golem. Yes. Lila's just gonna shrug since Emma said hand her the communique and if Faye seems to agree, she's not gonna disagree. I mean, she could always try. Okay, so Faye's still wearing the communicator on her ear, but Mm -hmm. Emma's got the helmet, right? Right. Okay, so what happens if I take what happens if I take the communicator off? The enforcer is watching you. So it's the he's clearly understanding what's going on. So what do you want to do? I'm not sure. Well, you said you wanted answers. If she's the only one who can talk to the big guy, uh, we'll just use her as the, what's the fancy term for it? Intermediary? (laughs) Okay, so I have both comprehend language and cultural adaptation that might be useful. So based on what you've, what Emma is saying is these creatures, these scouts and enforcers they are basically wild animals uh they don't have a language per se but they understand a spoken language that people are trained to speak or one that they know so this thing is not not intelligent in the it's not sentient it is a a golem it is programmed to do one task and one task only so Asking it questions would be unbeneficial because it can't answer you. But it's programmed to keep us safe. But if we don't know things, we're not as safe as we could be if we knew things. But we don't know if it has the intelligence to understand that. Right. Because it is a golem. It is. It was made to do one purpose. And it is clear that it is understanding that... Emma has some kind of connection with this helmet, but that's all the only intelligence it has shown thus far. It's basically, it was going berserk, it picked up the heart rate, it broke the berserk, and then it kind of pieced things together in a very simple, like, this creature didn't attack me, it was dancing around me type thing. Self-defense only. Right. Well, while Faye is figuring that out, Kalila's probably going to yell up at Defibulous going, Hey, you want to come down here? I'm assuming the people up there have informed Defibulous the fight's over. Yes. Well, you can see that the fight's over. There's no movement down there. He'll pop one of the ear earplugs out. Is there anything else to shoot? I really want to keep shooting stuff with this thing. I mean, you can shoot the door, but I think they might get mad about that. Can I have one of these? Yes. Yay! We'll uh, try to find his way down there. One of the people that were helping you reload or was doing the reload helps you get down the ladder and to join the party. That was the most fun I've had in ages. I need one of those. She goes, that was quite useful. Thanks for the horde control. Ah, No problem. That was a lot of fun. Man, I don't think I've slung that many spells in quite a while. And she kind of shakes her paws off, like, as if they were smoking, but they're not. So, why did the big guy stop trying to kill everyone? Well, 
from what Emma and Faye have figured out, it's kind of like a golem. Meant to protect, it lost the thing it protected, it went berserk, and then I guess when Faye put the earpiece thingy, it has a way to detect a heartbeat? Kalila's very confused about this. And it stopped, and I guess realized that we weren't its enemy anymore. And now it's just kind of standing there, and we're trying to figure out if we can talk to it. Have you guys just went up and said hi to it yet? I was about to, but you're more than welcome to. The Fibulous will walk up to the big guy and go, Hi, how you doing? It looks down at you slowly and just stares at you. Not in a hostile way, but more of the, like, just staring at you. Well, it doesn't have eyes, so you really can't read emotion on it. Yes, I totally understand, big guy. I totally understand. It slowly nods. It's Kalila leans over. What do you understand? You said it's like a golem. Just treat him like normal people. I guess since Faye is still trying to figure out what she wants to do with the earpiece, go ahead and Defibulous and Kalila, give me a perception check. 25. 21. Kalila, you notice that the back of the helmet in, in uh, Emma's hands has scratchings in it. It just says, if you want to play, little birds, follow the markers. And you just see a set of numbers scratched into the helmet. Kalila's ears will just go flat for anybody who might be looking at her. All right, what are you, what, why are you doing the thing? Well, she'll stick her hands out to Emma going, can I, may I, the, the helmet? Emma looks at the helmet and just kind of gives a, a light nod and hands it over to you. She'll just spin it around for everyone to see. Not saying anything, but she has a very disgruntled cat look on her face. Well... <clears throat> a trap is only a trap if you don't know it exists, and now we know it exists. I was about to say, he disappeared as soon as he appeared. I'm gonna go sniffing around the door. I'm not gonna go far to see if I can see... tracks. Emma looks over and goes, If he has what I think he has, he ain't gonna leave tracks. Uh, give me a couple minutes, I'll see if I can't pull him up on any of the cameras. What do you mean? What does he have? What is this if he has what he think? What What is the, the has? Well, there was a research project here for something called a stealth suit. It was a chameleon suit. Something that not only can hide you visually, but it will also hide your footprints. And if he's got it he might not know how to use it 100% of the way, but I i don't know. I'm going to go see if I can't find him on the camera. She'll nod, hand the helmet back to Emma, since it is more sentimental to her than what Kalila needs, and go literally sniffing around and investigating tracky stuff, hunter, blah, uh, around the door. Hey, Kalila. Hmm. Couldn't Hugan uh, pick him up? I mean, he has to step on the floor, don't he? That only works for, like, 30 feet. And I'm pretty sure that guy is long gone past that. But can't hurt to try. The Fibrils will look over here. We have to find a way to amplify that for you, buddy. 
You get two two taps. I have to write a I have to write a book on what you're tapping, buddy, because I keep forgetting what they all mean. Kalila just chuckles. It's basically an acknowledgement. As Emma starts to walk off, the enforcer looks at Faye, looks at Emma, looks at Faye again, and then turns and starts to walk a few steps behind Emma. Faye hurries to catch Emma and hands her the skull and tells her that she's sorry for her loss. Emma looks at the skull and she goes, I will try to give her a, a proper burial. She looks at the comm and she goes, Can I have the comm so that I can do the research I need? I, I might be able to track him based on the markers that that thing leaves. Yeah. Um, here. And she takes it off and hands it over. Um, if we find the rest of her body, if it's not too bad, I'll treat it the same way and bring it back. And we can do with it what you need. She nods and she goes, If the psycho does what he normally does that body is burned he did this to prove a point he normally plays in the air vents um i think if you head to the south southwest there's an area that he snuck in once before and i i sealed off as much as i could but give me a sec let me get the computers going and see if i can't backtrack any of this you guys deserve a, a rest. Um, go ahead and camp out here. My guys will keep this place nice and safe. She disappears down the corridor, and then you hear the sound of a door shutting as the golem stands, well, the enforcer stands outside a door to protect it. Well, well, like I said, she's sniffing around, literally and figuratively, to see, because the last known location the psycho was at the northwest door and Emma's saying he might have gone to the southeast so Kalila's confused about that but is still investigating the northwest door go ahead and roll me a perception with advantage ooh advantage 37 with a 37 as you're sniffing around poking around you turn a corner and then you just happen to look up and you see a very thin like razor thin rope dangling down from what looks like a air vent that has been ripped open. You look and you see blood drips from on the ground and you can guess by where you're at that he came down from an air vent to get on top of that door. Hey, Faye and Defibulous. Yes. She will wait for both of them to be next to her and then point out this very, very thin, I'm assuming it's like the equivalent of like fishing line. Yes. Or spider silk. Or yeah, very spider silk and and just be like, um, I don't know if this is the enter en entrance exit or a trap, but she will point out the blood and the very thin wire. That's some pretty impressive stuff if it held a person up and they climbed up and down with it. Yeah, we, should, just... we need some of this stuff. Well, we can cut it down and save it. Right. Uh, um, could be a trap. I don't know if this guy thinks we're smart enough to notice that. Well, you're the one who's better. You two are the ones better at trap detecting or figuring out of. 
I'm better at, like, woodland traps. Catching a bear. Didn't last time you guys played in the vent, didn't you find something? Yeah, it was a crazy, creepy zombie thing. Some skills transfer. That's why I called you guys over. Hey, Faye. Yeah? Do you have one of your uh, flash pop pellet thingamajigers that makes that flash thing and whatnot? Yeah. Can I see one real quick? What are you doing? Something. Faye will hand over one of her smaller packets of flash powder. Defibulous will study it real quick and see if he can figure out how to set it off and then throw it in the vent to set it off and see if it's, anyone reacts to it being blown up in there. Roll your uh, range. 20. 30. It goes off inside and in that little glimpse of time, you can see that the area has been crushed. It looks like he had pushed things in and moved things around to where it makes it nearly impossible to crawl through unless you are very small. And it looks like the rope is attached to a very sturdy hook, grappling hook, that is stabbed and pierced into the steel. And as you guys stare up at this air duct, the camera slowly pans away from the team, down a hallway to a door that the enforcer stands in front of. We phase through the door, and we see Emma Stone sitting in a dark room, lit by only the blue color of the screen. The light casts soft shadows across her stone flesh as she begins to slowly type in her codes. The camera pans up just slightly to above the monitor, and we see a picture framed in a simple wooden frame. We see Emma Stone before she started to take the drugs. Her skin is light gray. Her tusks are tall and sharpened and polished to perfection. On her lips, a bright and hopeful smile. As we pan down to see this uniform of the Golden City Security Agency. And then we notice a young elf with Emma's arm draped around her. We can see her amber eyes and striking blue hair. She has that same smile of joy and happiness. She's wearing this black armor with this red stripe. Under her arm, she has a matching black helmet with a similar red stripe. The camera slowly pans as we watch a single tear drip from Emma Stone's eyes and splash across her hand. Emma slowly reaches up and wipes away another tear before her attention is turned to the helmet. She gently brings two fingers to her lips and kisses them softly before placing them on the face mask of the black helmet. And that is where we end this week's episode.
the storyteller slowly closes the book, looks at us, and closes his eyes. Well, 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 me friends. It seems as if Psycho has dealt a blow to Emma Stone. A wound that will never quite heal. Well, that is all the time we have for this eve. Keep your loved ones close, my friends. And as always, may the dice gods bless your every roll. We here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder, Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at What the Dice Pod, Twitter at What the Dice Pod, and of course email WhatTheDicePod at gmail.com. And if you liked our little adventure, please share us with your friends and rate and review us. 